I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, it's Gracie and today I'm sitting with Coach Carol from Bradley University. And today we are chatting about owning your process and taking care of unfinished business. Stay tuned. I'm going hey guys, welcome back. I am sitting here with Coach Carol from Bradley University. We are so excited to have you on. Thank you so much, Carol, for joining us. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Carol just finished her fourth season at the Bradley University, so we're super excited just to chat with her about her experiences, what's been the highs and lows of coaching at a collegiate level, and just really get to know her perspective as a coach. So we're super excited to dive in. Carol, if you want to just kind of chat about your most recent season, how it went, and just kind of what you've learned and like how you've grown from this last season. Yeah, we had a really great uh, 2019 year. I think when you look at the record, um, 15 and 15, um, it's a little deceiving. Uh, We were able to go to -to back-to-back conference tournament appearances, um, which has been the first time we've done so here at Bradley since 2001. Oh, awesome. Uh, So really proud of our girls. We were very injury prone this year, unfortunately. And I just felt like our kids handled the adversity and the changes in the lineup and changes in the personnel really, really well. Um, I think that's just a sign of their maturity, their growth, and the belief that everyone on our roster and everyone in our program has value. You know, we're constantly telling them, we've recruited you for a reason. You know, these are the things that make you such a great volleyball player. And these are the things that brought you to Bradley. And we want you to utilize those things and just make a difference. So it was really rewarding, um, you know, maybe not from a number standpoint, but from a personal development standpoint for our players um, in this program just to continue to fight our way to be at the top of our conference. Um, And I think that's that's really important to us. Yeah, I know that you made some awesome points there. I've chatted with so many coaches this year who have had like injuries and it's crazy just to see how the girls can pull together, stay strong and really just understand their value as a team. And I think that's so great that you mentioned like that just shows their maturity and really shows everyone's value on the roster because it's so true. You never know when you're going to be pulled in at the last minute and being able to perform at that high level that you're expected is so great. So I'm so happy that you mentioned that. So it kind of looks like you've set like some good records here at Bradley University. You've totally just really amped up the team, helped with their win improvements, and then you guys were also ranked top for one of the top defensive teams in the nation. Can you tell me some more about that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is Bradley's a great place. Um, you get a really, really high level education. And what we continue to preach to our kids is you can do two things well. You can be really a rock star in the classroom um, and own what you want to do professionally. Um, and then when it comes to the court, it's the same thing. A little bit of care, a little bit of time uh, put into yourself and watching film or you know meeting with our our trainers coming in and catching up with us. Um, so it's just about, I think, organization and then having an individual plan for each athlete. And that's something that's really important to us that every person is at a different stage in their career, um, whether it be in the weight room, on the court or in the classroom, every person has different goals for themselves. Um, and we've set different goals for them. So coming in and getting this program turned around to where we felt like it could be with the resources that we have and our facilities are just amazing. 
We just want them to understand the care that they can put in personally and the care that we put in for them. Um, I think that was a big thing turning this around is let's be organized and let's work hard. And defensively, as far as far as that benchmark and that number, it's a mentality for us. You know, it's you versus the person on the other side of the net. Um, yeah. It may not always look pretty. It may not always be the outcome you want. But for us, de- defense is a mentality. Um, and so we're going to go and we're just going to go for it. And, you know, kind of that, a ball up mentality is what we call it, is put yourself in position to get a dig, get, get your arms on that ball, and then we'll continue to go from there. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. I definitely believe that it's totally all about the mentality of how you perceive the game. And I think defense is a huge, huge aspect of the on the court. So that's awesome. So kind of just to dive into how you became a coach. So kind of tell us about like how you got into volleyball and when you like made the decision like, okay, this is for me and I'm going to continue coaching. Yeah, it's it's a family thing for me. Um, I was very fortunate. My older sister played volleyball. Um, my mom was our volleyball coach. Um, so it was very familiar, um, very fun, because I'm the middle of two sisters. I'm sorry, three sisters total. And we all played volleyball because my mom was coaching it. Our town where we played everything. My dad was a basketball player. So I mean, sports was just a part of our life. And I was very lucky to have not only my mom, but some really, really great high school coaches um, in volleyball and in basketball. And they just really shaped how I wanted to be as an athlete and who I wanted to become and how they pushed me and the conversations that they had with me um, really just helped me love sports. And um, I think in every aspect, sports can help with so many different things. It helped with my confidence. It helped with, you know, my anger, if you will. You know, I, as a little kid, I had a really bad temper and it was like, okay, I, this, this, the sports can be my outlet. You know, this is where yeah. I get these things out and this is where I can learn you know, some of these lessons that I may not learn otherwise. And so I was just, again, really, really lucky. Brad DeWitt was my basketball coach. Natalie Cook was my high school volleyball coach. And they just became a part of our family. Um, What we did and how we were raised in the gym and their cultures was amazing. Then I got to college and um, I'm one of those athletes that went to school for for athletics um, and school was just the vehicle that got me to those athletics. Um, mm-hmm. So I was learning how to have great pride in the classroom as well as on the court. Again, that's something that my coaches brought to me and my coaches were able to instill in me. And I'm just really appreciative and really, really grateful that I had that opportunity. And I was kind of, you know, like, well, crap, what am I going to do when I'm done with school? <laughs> and one of my grad assistant was coaching at a school and she said, why don't you come give this a try? Like, my mom was a teacher, my dad was a counselor. So that teaching and, you know, the people around me, that mentality just was instilled in me. So it seemed like a very natural fit to continue to do something that I really, really enjoyed and be able to teach the game and give back. Yeah, that's awesome. Being able to have those mentors is, I think we're all products of our environment. So being able to have someone like be a good example and show pride and confidence in what they do is really awesome. So I really can appreciate that aspect so um, did you start coaching at Bradley? I did not. Um, okay. I actually, when I got done playing, um, I was at a Division three school um, in Round Rock, Texas, uh, Southwestern University, um, where one of my grad assistants when I was at A&M was the head coach. And from there, just continue to stay with the connections that I had. I mean, you, you travel and you go to so many different gyms and different places and reconnect with people that recruited me when I was an athlete, reconnect with um, obviously teammates that were coaching club and players that played before me. So you know, every sport I think has this close knit circle about 
of people that they know and resources that they have and was able to connect with some pretty awesome people. Then went to University of Texas, San Antonio, and then got reconnected with a coach that actually recruited me, um, was at Arkansas for eight years before I took the head job at Bradley. Okay. Kind of just diving into more, because we are a travel company, so we really like to dive in and get more information on how like either foreign tours or just traveling as a team for games um, has affected you guys on the court and and also just like the connection between your girls. Well, I think volleyball has taken me to so many different places personally. Um, you know, when I, as a player, we got to go as a team and play at the University of Hawaii. Um, and it was just a really cool trip. Um, when I was at Arkansas, we got to take our team overseas. Well, we, had a kid from, we had a player from Croatia, so we got to go play in front of her hometown and see all the nuances of her town and her family and how she was raised and that trip just it makes you so much closer because you're in environments that you're not used to you're learning about new cultures and different ways of living and it just really makes you have some really cool talking points um, and you just obviously for as as state kids and people in the states you're just so fortunate for the things that you have and the training tools and training devices and so I think those trips are really invaluable because one, you're together um, and you're doing all these things and seeing all these cool different things and you just have all these talking points um, and different ways to explain things and get these perspectives on things. So it's really, really fun. And here at, at Bradley, um, we took our first ever foreign tour as a volleyball program two years ago. We were supposed to go to Nicaragua. And unfortunately, had to change at the last minute due um, to some of the things that they're having going on in that country, government and things like that. And it actually yeah. turned out to be a pretty phenomenal change because we got to go to Puerto Rico um, and we had a player on our team from Puerto Rico and it was post-hurricane. So we were able to gather all of these supplies uh, from people here in Peoria and pack these bags and take them down there and deliver them to people that needed it. And I think we had four players at the time that were, one was from Puerto Rico, two players that were fluent in Spanish, and then two players that were taking Spanish classes. And so them being able to go down there and, and practice and utilize those things but just seeing them having those conversations with people one-on-one -on -one and being able to connect up with them i mean you literally couldn't ask for a more special moment and knowing that it was in the hometown of one of our players who had really been affected and the reception that we got for her being there and coming back i mean it was i mean it blew me away you know from just a human being standpoint it was so cool and got to go to her middle school and they gave her this huge award and the whole entire middle school was there like, chanting her name and I mean it, oh my gosh I could hear up talking about it right now it was just really cool how she was such a great role model of you know the goals that she had and what she wanted and being able to to live those out every day so it was pretty cool yeah, that sounds so awesome. And I think just doing service as a team and being able to go to the hometowns, as you're saying, is just a really good way to to grow individually, but it also really helps to like solidify the team and like yeah. get that bond and have a shared experience that they all helped out with. And oh, that just sounds so awesome. I can't believe yeah. the middle school thing. That's so cute. Right? And don't get me wrong. We went on this really cool like catamaran ride to an island. We got to spend the day on the beach. And we got yeah. to <laughs> and we competed. So, I mean, it was literally all facets of, of what you want to do uh, as a team and a group. So it was a really cool trip. Um, and it was a really unique team. that really kind of catapulted us to where we are right now. So it was really, really fun to see it come to fruition. See that group that had been really busting it. You know, a new coach taking over. Or, you know, someone that had not recruited them, but coming in and just getting our goals and what we wanted on track. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds so awesome. 
So just to kind of dive into your next season, what are you most excited about for this year? Or like, what are your girls looking forward to? And like, what's your next goal? I think for us, it's, it's a little unfinished business. You know, we've gone back to back conference tournament appearances for us, which is really, really cool, but we've lost in five sets in the first round both times. So, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where we're like, okay, we're going to have to take this next step. And what does that look like? And so we're doing a lot of mental training and, and um, leadership things this spring. Uh, we only graduated two players. So we have the bulk of our team coming back that is oh, really nice. hungry to prove themselves um, and who we are as a program. Um, I think that just obviously kicks off from a recruiting standpoint and a perspective of outside people looking at our program and say, hey, this is Bradley, this is the staple, this is their standard, um, if you will. And I think for, from that, you know, we want to set ourselves up to win the conference, you know, have a conference championship under our belt and really be a force to reckon with in our conference. And I think that's a little bit of an unspoken goal for us, you know, put yourself in a position to win a conference championship every year. And I think we have the athletes um, and the staff in place to do that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I love the unfinished business. Um, I just can totally can see that as um, a former volleyball player myself and just seeing that like, just like that drive to just mm-hmm. go and get that win. It's so we, exciting. We have, uh, we have some smart cookies on our team. So this spring, our, our practice block is from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And, you know, one thing that's, that motivates them when they get out of bed, you know, you, you can start feeling sorry for yourself pretty quickly when you're tired and you don't want to get up and, you know, we're in Illinois, so winter is a, a real thing here. You know, it's cold in the morning. And, um, you know, so I think it just drives them. And, you know, that, that little thing and just that one word and that one thing, you know, unfinished business, and you kind of can trigger that in your head. You, yeah. you, can see, you can see the team that we've lost to. You can see some of the teams in conference, and you just use it to motivate yourself and just get better one day at a time. And I think that's, that's the fun thing about it. That's the fun thing about training. And, and again, volleyball is really fast paced. So once you get going, you're going. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're done already. You know, we got school now. And so it's, it's been pretty cool to see them embrace that and get after that. Yeah, that's super exciting. So if, you, if I was an athlete wanting to pay for a team in a university, what would your advice be? Um, I think really be realistic about your goals. You know, what am I looking to do? You know, I talked a little bit about myself. I was volleyball or bust. You know, that was just a little bit of my mentality. You know, I, I could see, you know, volleyball was one of the most important things to me. And now obviously when I got to school, that changed a little bit. But some players, you know, they are dead set on, I know that I want to go into the medical field. You know, so I think for them, it's what does that look like? How do I get there? You know, who has the tools to help me get there? Um, you know, what, what size school do I want? Do I want to be in a radius from my family? Do I want to go experience something new? And I grew up in Michigan and went and played at Texas A&M. So it was totally oh, nice. um, But able to just get a really new experience um, with different people and just kind of a different way of living. Michigan and Texas, I mean, they're totally opposite. So I think you just have to really put pen to paper. Um, I'm a big believer of that and just really owning your process. I think people can get caught up on this is what I should do or this is what everyone around me does. There's some Division two, Division three, some NAI schools that are kicking butt. I mean, really, really good high-level volleyball. And so I think it's not really getting caught up in you know, this showtime, this big time, I have to do this because everyone's saying this, but really owning your process of what you want to do. And I think that's just looking inside yourself to see what your goals are and what you're willing to do. And so that's really, really important. Get out there, make phone calls, ask questions, use the resources that you have. A lot of these kids play club and they need to utilize those clubs and those club coaches to to help them get to that next level if that's what they want to do. 
And again, just putting that pen to paper, you know, I want to play at this level, or I know that I want to go play professional afterwards, um, or, you know, my dream is to play in the Olympics, you know, how am I going to get there? And so I think that's just a reality of what do I want to do, um, setting expectations for myself, and then going out and hitting them one day at a time. Yeah, I love that. I love owning your, I love how you said owning your own process. I think a lot of girls or people that are looking to go out and play collegiate are like, okay, how did that girl get there? Or how did they get there? Like, and really just owning your own process and being realistic with your goals. I think that's going to be really helpful for people to hear, especially from a coach's perspective too. Like you want people that are out there trying to get there, out there like creating highlight videos, talking with coaches, like that's such a huge part of this process as well. So I love Correct. That. And I think, you know, being um, up to date on the recruiting rules, the recruiting rules have changed recently on who we can talk to and how we can communicate. Um, I think it's going to help kids that maybe are late bloomers develop and still have opportunities. Um, hopefully that sees the transfer portal, you know, go down a little bit, which is a reality nowadays um, for some of, some of the athletes and the things going on. So I think the landscape is always changing, but I started out in Division Three, and it opened my eyes to a lot. I, I don't think as an athlete I was very familiar with all the different levels and the process of those levels. Um, and like I said, there's some Division Three schools that are just kicking butt. Um, and I think it's really fun because those athletes go and have a little bit of a different schedule, a shorter schedule, a shorter training block. And so it lends for, hey, I can be the president of this fraternity or sorority or this student club. And then there's level is athletes at the highest level that are, you know, maybe I'm going to have to compromise in the sorority or student club because I'm a little bit more into volleyball and school, you know, so it's just what do those goals look like for you? Um, and just be excited about that and be the best you can be when you get there. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So what is one thing, this is actually my favorite question to ask everyone, but what is one thing that no one like um, knows about you that you can share? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I would say it's a little quirky. So I'm, I am like a, a, like a, like a TV thriller junkie, like Criminal Minds is like one of my favorite shows and I'll like binge watch shows like that. And then <laughs> semi be afraid of the dark and freak myself out like we have a yeah, really, no. <laughs> really really awesome old historic house right by campus mm-hmm. um, but it's like basement and attic and like really dark and creaky and I think I get myself pretty amped up uh, and worked up about scenarios that literally will not ever play out <laughs> so I would say um, I, I seem pretty fearless so I can get myself pretty scared really fast um, because yeah. And I do it to myself. I mean, I put myself in that situation. <laughs> no, watch of course. Really the worst episode of Criminal Minds by myself on a weekend when my whole family's gone. <laughs> you yeah. Know, something like that. Um, but I love the thrill. Like, I love, um, I think I'm pretty into, you know, just how the psyche works and how the mind works and, you know, figuring some of that stuff out. So those shows for me are super interesting. Yeah, no, I totally agree with the criminal minds things. I'm like, <laughs> go hard. And then I play out the situations and I'm like, oh, your head, I like, didn't win that happy. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I like, I always have to play them out where I win or like I outbeat the, the problem. But there's yeah. sometimes where they just beat me and I'm like, oh no, now I'm scared. <laughs> the, the, the people that write those things, they're just so creative and so, I mean, it's just yeah. so intense. So it's it's pretty cool. I, I love I love that stuff. And I think that's the cool part about kind of filmmaking and directing and how you can shape and mold things. Yeah, um, for sure. So it, that's, that's pretty cool to me. 
Perfect. Well, I think we're pretty close to rounding off here. Thank you so much, Carol, for joining us. It's been so exciting to get a deeper look in at Bradley University. Um, it's going to be so crazy to watch you guys next season and have a perspective now that like this is your guys' unfinished business. And I'm excited to see you guys bring the heat. Yeah, I, I'm like I'm pretty fortunate. Every day I come to a place that really supports our program and supports me as a coach. Um, and I think that's one of the most unique things about Bradley. Um, I can be a full-time coach. I can be a full-time mom. Um, and I can do both things really, really well. So uh, I would definitely say I'm pretty pumped that I get to live out my dream every day. And I just am trying to pass that forward. So, mm, that's excited, so to be a, excited to be a brave and excited to keep seeing what this program can do. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Carol. It was so good chatting with you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.